Hello, my friends of Waking Up to Wisdom. Welcome back to what I know is a long overdue episode. Believe me, I think about it whenever I'm not here, whenever I'm not at my microphone, whenever I'm not sharing on this podcast. I do miss it a lot and I think about it often. But there are so many times in life that it requires our attention in other areas that might not be as fun or creative or fulfilling. But nevertheless, it's life and it demands our focus and attention. And that is kind of what has been happening in my life as of late. You know, I base this podcast off of free-flowing divine wisdom that I feel comes straight from spirit. Obviously, through my own human body and intellect first, though, it's definitely a filter. But I do really want to hold the intention of this community, of this vehicle in which to share this message, that the intention is always to be divinely inspired, to be guided, to find the words that I know will land on hearts that I might never know about, or it might inspire someone's life that I will never get to see, right? So that's my main intention, and it always has been on this podcast. And so often, there are certain dry spells that come with these messages, I feel. And also, I like to really have a focus on the content as it pertains to my own experience and my own life and the work that I'm doing with my clients and the things that I am learning in my life, and then I share them with you. So often that requires as well taking a break so that I can live my life, experience these things, and then share with you. So I am sorry for the delay in this episode, but I do hope you're still with me and thank you so much for joining Today, we are going to unpack something that is so relevant and playful and fun in life. So I know I talk about a lot of heavy shit on this this podcast, and I know that a lot of it is deep, and I know a lot of it is thought-provoking and introspective and reflective and takes time to really sink in and grasp these things and not only grasp them, but also integrate them in our lives, right? But today we're going to talk about something that is more lighthearted. It's less of process-oriented, it's less methodical, but spontaneous and wild and adventurous and intimate. And it's this whole idea and subject on creativity. Yes, creation, because after all, that is who we are. We are creative beings here on earth. And I think all of us are really creative. You know, let's just dive right in and get started. I'm just going to be really straightforward with you. I think we're all creative beings because we were made from the creator and we are extensions of the creator. And therefore, we are creative in every aspect of our life on this podcast we also talk a lot about manifesting and creating things in our life and really asking for what it is that we want and figuring out how we can be more happy in the process of getting those things and then becoming you know our highest fullest versions of ourselves journeying along learning all these lessons that life has to bring us and so we are actually responsible for half of the life that we are witnessing right now us living. I mean, we are creative beings, period. But the creativity I want to talk with you about today 
is how we can find, rather I should say tap into or amplify the creative process that is our own, that is authentic and genuine to us. Because here's the thing, there's a lot of blogs and classes and workshops and all of these systems on how we can be more creative or tap into our creativity. And those are all great, right? Especially if we're feeling extra dry or just have not done anything spontaneously creative in a while and we need a reboot, right? But often I find that even through those gateways, even through those offerings, there is a place and an invitation for us to make it our own, to make it really genuine for us and how we choose to work. Because the truth is you might have a completely different creative process, but if you're trying to mold yourself to somebody else's, then you might end up being stunted or blocked and nothing really flows. Nothing really feels good. It feels more like work and effort than it does fun and flowy, right? So I want to talk about how we can really amplify our own creative our own authentic creative process today. And so I'm not going to give you a process. I'm not going to even give you steps on how to do it. But I do want to dive deep in a discussion and I'm sure gems of insights and wisdom will come out of this episode, I am sure. But I hope that it inspires you to create your own, right? Because it's very intimate and it's very personal, And it's a very internal thing, this idea of creation and what it is that you are bringing forth into the world. The very simple way that I define creativity is making something that wasn't there before, comma, (laughs) that wasn't there before done by you. Because a lot of people will say, oh, well, it's been done before. Like, I've seen this song and dance over and over and over again. And while that might be true, it's never been done before by you, right? And I would even say, if you have attempted this thing, this creative thing in the past, and maybe quote unquote failed, it still is going to be a new version of you if you try again, because we're always growing and we're always evolving as human beings. So the very fact is, even if you tried before, you are a new person and your life situations and circumstances up until this point has made you different. And so attempting again would be new, right? So I love this definition of creativity, making something that wasn't here before, wasn't here before by you. And when I say making something, I mean literally making anything, making a thought, making a quote, making a painting, making a drawing, making a book, making a blog, making um, a podcast, making a video, making a sculpture, making a pot of clay, making a garden, planting, decorating, right? That's all making something, speaking something, writing something, doing something with your physical body or your intellect or your heart, mind, and soul, That's all a form of creativity. So I want to really broaden this idea first of creation because a lot of people think that you have to be like an artist or a singer or a dancer or an actor or an actress in order to be categorized as a creative. But really you're not. I mean, you could literally be working on spreadsheets all day 
or tracking numbers and statistics and checking analytics and doing all these things all day and still be in the process and flow of creativity. That's the most beautiful thing about this process. But that's also why it's so intimate. It's so personal. And I believe it's the attitude and the focus and the intention that we infuse behind the things we do that makes it creative. So you don't need to be Picasso to be tapping into your creativity. It can be as simple as creating a beautiful meal for your family and really diving into the mystery of how everything is cooking and how everything is shaping onto the plate and the processes of managing the time for the different meats and potatoes and all those things. I mean, you are a master creator in the kitchen at that point. We are always infusing this power, this force, if you will, into our lives. But being more intentional about the way that you want to dive into this mysterious world because it's so mysterious. We don't really know, right? Like what's going to take off and what's going to really hit the hearts of millions of people artistically or what is just going to serve us and our healing journeys or in our growth journeys. We really don't know. And that is the mystery and the beauty of creativity. But if we're always creating for the outcome, then it becomes a job. It becomes a chore. If we are efforting our way or pushing ourselves to be creative, then it doesn't become as fun. It doesn't become as inspiring. It doesn't become fulfilling. It's not this process that we lean on or that we enjoy or that we really look forward to it becomes work and that is something that we want to distinguish when we are diving into any creative project there is a huge huge level of surrender when it comes to creating so one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this with you today and another reason why I took a short hiatus from this podcast for the last couple weeks has been because I'm actually working on my third book. Yay! If you have followed me on, or if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, then you will see I announced yesterday that, hey, hello, remember me? (laughs) I am writing my third book right now. I'm smack dab in the middle of that daunting, but also exciting, mysterious process. And it has been almost five years since I published Back to the Source, which was about, yeah, it was about five years ago. And it feels like I've never done it before, right? It's so crazy because, again, back to what I was saying before, we are new people. As we experience life and as we go through circumstances and as we go situations, go through situations that stretch us, that mold us, that grow us, we become literal new people with new experiences and a whole new bag behind us, if you will, with things to unpack, things to talk about, things to explore. And so it feels like I'm doing this for the first time and it's crazy to think about. And let me tell you, so None of what I share today, by the way, you have to do. Like, this is all wisdom. It's all just inspirational stuff, right? So inspiration can be used or not used. It's totally fine. And it can be resonant or not resonant. So just no pressure on doing anything I say ever. (laughs) I just 
I'm sharing, right? Just sharing, using this platform to share and see what the universe wants to do with it. But a part of my process, and I don't even know if I can call it a process because I'm not even really conscious that I'm doing it until I look back and think, oh yeah, this is actually what I did. But a part of what I do before I start a big project, especially like diving into a book, and this book is very vulnerable. It's something I never really thought I would write this soon, but I am. And so I'm welcoming it, right? But before I start a book or really any type of creative project, I always offer it up to the universe. So I always surrender it to the loving hands of the universe because I know in a nutshell that God is behind my work, that God is is using my fingers and using my mind and using my perspective in order to craft something. And yes, I'm the person, I'm the messenger, but I know where the message is coming from, if that makes sense. And so I use my creativity as a way to offer something to the world, really. But before I do that, I have to offer it up to the universe. And so that is what I do. I pray and set an intention and say, okay, (laughs) I'm going to dive into this thing. And I'm going to try really hard not to have any expectations, but that's a major fail, by the way. Um, But I do find that when I offer it up, when I offer this up to the universe and I surrender it, And I release it and I say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm thinking because this is what I'm feeling, right? Creativity always naturally starts with a subtle feeling of inspiration or curiosity. There's always something before we get the nudge to create. And so I, when I get inspired, I'm like, okay, I hear you. I'm feeling this in my gut and in my heart. And I... I'm not really sure if this is right. I'm not really sure if I'm supposed to be doing this, but our heart is our guide. Our intuition is our guide. When we get that feeling, when we get that yearning, you know, and that kind of spins in our hearts and in our intuition and our gut that's saying, do this. You know, it's so subtle, do this. This would be fun. Like, this would be great. And it's so hard to describe inspiration because it's different for all of us and it lands on us, each of us differently. So it's hard to really fully explain it, but it always starts with that, right? So I know that I get this inspiration. I get this direction that says, I feel like this is the right next step for me because we can only see really out ahead about one step, (laughs) We can have visions and all that fun stuff, but we're really only given one thing at a time. And so I acknowledge it and I say, okay, I hear you. I'm listening. And then I offer it up. Help me. Help me make this thing that I feel called to do or that I just feel excited to do. could be as simple as that or I feel like I need to do, right? That could also be that. And transform it into something beautiful. Use me. You know, I love that prayer so much to the universe. Like, use me for the highest good of this life, this project, this situation. No matter how painful it is that we might be going through something, use me in the highest and best way. And then I add a little caveat that says something like, (laughs) 
please help me not be as psycho or controlling (laughs) with this. Please do not let me force the outcome. Please do not put a deadline on me. Please do not force my hand. Please do not make me feel like this is work. Like, please give me peace in my heart and in my mind and allow me to surrender and let go and totally lose myself in the project. Because that is the freedom that creativity gives us. It gives us the opportunity to just lose ourselves in the process, in the creation, in the mystery, you know, and that's this part of us where surrender is so difficult because of course we want things to be beautiful we want things to look good and we want things to have a great outcome and we want people to like what we created of course that is there that will always be there when we're in human form but that can't ever stop us from creating and I know that many people are afraid to make something for fear of it being ignored or rejected or just plain bad but that's the beauty and the freedom of creation is There are no rules. You make the rules. You literally get to make the rules. You get to decide. I'm going to throw myself in this process. I'm going to surrender this. I'm going to have no expectations. I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to let all my inhibitions go and totally dive into this with open arms. That's awesome. That is really what is going to If we set the intention before and if we make that our focus before we dive in, that's really going to allow us to enjoy the experience even more. So surrender is something that I like to call active surrender. It's something that we dive into in my program, Spiritually Strong. And it's this idea where surrender isn't just standing in one place, throwing up your hands and going, I give up. Active surrender is rendezvousing with this other mysterious force, otherwise known as the universe or God, who has our back and is in everything. It's dancing with that energy and saying, okay, I'm going to do this. So will you help me with this? It's so much a partnership. It's so much a, a team. You know, I like to think of like my guardian angels or my spirit guides or God as my teammates. Like they're the overall masters and they're the overall players. (laughs) They're the captains, if you will. And they might be in the stands or on the bench or waving from above or whatever. (laughs) But they're right there with me, guiding me, loving me. But I'm the one in the field that's playing. And I'm the one in the field that gets to have the action, gets to take the action, gets to do and be so involved in each move. And they can be too, if we invite them, if we allow them. So I see my angels, my spirits, like as a a team. And so I invite them into this process. I invite them in to move through me and with me and say, guide me. You know, let my fingers and my thoughts flow freely from you. You are my hub. You are my well. You are my fountain. And so it would be so great (laughs) if you could give me some inspiration, if you could give me some content. Could you give me like a really cool word thrown in there once in a while? Make me sound smart, (laughs) you know? So as I talk to them and as I invite them into this process, as I invite this mysterious force, and if 
spirituality is something you're still dabbling in or not really sure about, then you can always just invite this mysterious force of nature, which is creativity itself, into this game and rendezvous with it in that way where you're saying, okay, let's do this. Like, come on, show me what you got. You know, you can make this very subjective, objective, general, vague. You can. But as you know, if you are a lifelong listener of this podcast, you know, I involve spirituality. I aim to anyway in every aspect of my life because I feel that I'm stronger with them. I feel that I'm stronger with this force. I feel like I am more in tune with what I am supposed to be doing. Call it divine purpose or meaning or, you know, all those fancy terms. But I definitely feel more in in line with inspiration. And if you break up the word inspiration, it's in spirit. In spirit. You know when you're creating something... And it seems like you've almost like gone down this tunnel or this vortex and all of a sudden you look up and it's been like two hours or you've just gotten so lost in it that all of a sudden you're hungry and you have to pee and you didn't even really notice, right? Because we slip into um, honestly like another dimension. It's like an alternate reality that we get to experiment in and play in. And I know a lot of authors talk about this aspect when they're writing their novels or when they're creating characters or these other worlds that they get to live inside of. I mean, one can only do that when they're in another world, essentially. And so that's what I like to see it as, that I'm playing in, just this other world, this this fantasy life where I just dive in, nothing else really exists in my reality. I'm so much more expressive and expansive and free and light And then afterwards, when I do go back to other things that maybe aren't so fun or the realities of my life, um, I feel like I take this power of creation and it flows into every action, every conversation in my life outside. So creativity isn't just this vortex we travel down once in a while or it's not reserved for the luxurious people or the chosen people. It's, it's really not. But what we can do is prioritize it. And once we do that, and once we have more practice with creativity and diving into just art, just making something that wasn't there, that wasn't there done by you. And then that lightness in your aura, in your environment, will no doubt travel to all the different areas of your life, your relationships, your career, your job, how you parent, how you lead. It will because people will be able to feel that energy flowing right off of you, radiating right off of you. So most of the time when my clients come to me, and they're usually women, and they're usually women that are powerful women, that are successful, that are kicking ass at their career, or they're just the greatest mothers and they're just wonderful right but one thing that's always missing at some point and one thing I always ask is what they've done to create in their life recently anything anything and nine times out of ten you know it comes up where they're like I can't even remember or you know it was maybe a couple months back a couple years back maybe 
because it's something we don't often think about. It's something that we don't often prioritize. But that creation energy is, I mean, it's everything. It's sexual energy. It's intimacy energy. It's an elevated state of being. It's a high vibrational place to be. And so naturally, when you spend some time in that arena, it pours into every other aspect of who you are. Everything. So for example, if I give them a homework assignment in our sessions that says, hey, you got to create something that is purely for no outcome. You're not going to try to sell it on Etsy. You're not going to try to hang it. I mean, maybe you could hang it, but you know, you're not trying to do anything with it except for diving into the process because creating anything, creativity, hear me this, is all about the experience. It's not about the outcome. It's not about the final product. It's about the passing through, the passing through to get to wherever it is, I mean, that you are, like if you're painting something or if you're writing something, obviously it comes to a natural close at some point, but it's always in the design process that we transform, that we evolve, that we just open up immensely. It's always during those phases that changes us, that allows us to become more alive and free. And that is what I'm experiencing right now as I write my third book. It's this time, right now, that is so intimately just with myself. It's just so personally with me. I get to design the sentences. I get to design where the book gets to go and how it flows and taking you on a ride and twists and turns and making you laugh, maybe cry. You know, I get to decide those things. I'm in power with this. I feel powerful. And I know that I got my team behind me that is feeding me all this stuff, especially when I'm stuck. You know, I'll look up and say, all right, I'm stuck. Like, help me. And I kid you not, you guys, I'm not kidding. Naturally, it flows. Like naturally, maybe two minutes later, I found the word I was looking for. I found the sentence or the structure or the closing that I needed. It comes. It always comes. But we want, but we need to ask for it. We need to rendezvous with it. We need to play with this energy. And we definitely need to invite it in and release the outcome. Because right now, I'm not thinking about anything other than the paragraph or the chapter that I'm working on right now. Because this, this moment in the creation process, this is what's changing me. Not how many people are going to buy it afterwards, not the impact or the reach it's going to have, but obviously, hopefully it does. But right now, this is what is changing me, this part. And this is what will change you as you surrender more into the creation process. As you authentically dive into what it is that you love and how you want to do that. Does the nighttime work better? Does daytime, does one hour in your closet alone from your family, but you know, you don't really have the space right now in your house to have your own creation office or whatever space. So are you curled up somewhere in your closet, you know, painting away, typing away, doing all these, doing anything, making art? That's okay. You know, whatever works best for you. And finding how you flow is an important part of the process. Finding how, how does creativity reach you? When? Where? You know, I'm somebody that finds inspiration in very odd places. I mean, very odd places. And it sucks when it comes to you in the shower because you're like, where's my pen? Where's my paper? Where's my phone? (laughs) But I'm the type of person that can get 
inspiration at a grocery store. I wrote one of the most like shared blogs on a big magazine that I ever got published on. Literally my inspiration for that blog was um, the grocery store. (laughs) And uh, it was great. So I'm the type of person that feels like you can find inspiration anywhere in your car while you're driving, just sitting and observing people at a park, even at your job, overhearing conversations at a beach. You know, I was doing that today. I went and took my laptop to the beach today and just met with the mystery of this energetic creative force there because I love the beach. I love the beach. I love the beach. And at first I thought, am I going to be too distracted because of all these people? But no, instead I drew on conversations I was overhearing or I drew on just watching how people interact and how people are and how people are splashing in the water and having fun. Like you can find inspiration anywhere to create anywhere. Oh, and another thing I have to make mention is let go of it needing to be good. So I took an art class in college. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a major fail. Um, I remember the first assignment was we had to draw a portrait of our face, right? Like, why would you do that in intro to art? These poor people. They're probably weeding out the people that knew they didn't want to be artists, I guess. I don't know. And I'm an artist in a completely different way, right? Not that way. My mom and sisters are beautifully. Oh my God, they are. I am not. I did not get that gift. So my face (laughs) was disgusting. I had like one eye going to the left and one eye going to the right. My nose was too big. My hair was, it was so bad. And I remember my teacher just being like, um, well, you tried, so that's good. You know, that's never good news when they say it that way. Well, you tried, so that's good. <laughs> Needless to say, she passed me because I actually did try. You know, I was like, maybe I can give this a shot. But here's the thing. Even as I was creating that horrible piece, there was something about me that was still reflected in the in the final piece, you know, in the outcome. And there was something that still allowed me to slip away into this alternate dimension when I was creating it, even though it was horrible. (laughs) Let go about it being, quote, bad or ugly or disgraceful, whatever. Because again, it's not about the outcome. It's about the practice. It's about the practice of showing up to meet with this energy and saying, I'm here. I showed up today. Are you? (laughs) Are you going to meet me? Are you going to help me with this? Right? So by inviting that in, asking, saying, I'm going to play today. I'm going to really have fun with this. Instead of making it a chore or a duty or a job or effort. Because when we try to force the outcome or we start to criticize our work, it's directly how we talk to ourselves. If you want to know how you talk to yourself, honestly, inside, you're maybe not really sure, create a piece of art and then hear what your voice in your mind is saying about it. That's how you feel about yourself. Creativity is so interwoven into the depths of our being, into the way that we see the world, into the way that we see ourselves. And so create, 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 create. Let go of the outcome. It's okay if it's not up to your standards, the final piece, because that's not what it's about. It's about showing up. It's about the practice. It's about losing yourself into the mystery of this. At a time, 
and in a space that is most convenient for you. And that's creativity in a nutshell. But we do need to do a better job at prioritizing this and making it fun. You know, I just recently had a conversation with my husband the other night about making fun a priority. I said, you know, because we do all these other things that we don't necessarily, you know, have the greatest time at, but we need to really start to make fun a more central focus. And for me, I'm still defining what fun is for me, truly. It's a whole nother episode, (laughs) which we'll maybe dive into later. But if for no other reason, have fun with it because it's there to serve us and potentially serve others as well. Thank you, my divine, creative, lovely being for being here. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me, even though I'm not really consistent with the episodes because I do have a different intention for this, but thank you for understanding, for still supporting this podcast. If for whatever reason you feel inspired to maybe share this with a friend or a loved one or a cousin or a sister or a brother, send it their way, you know, because I feel like this applies to everybody. And let's really share this message and really enlighten other people because the more that we can create creative beings, the more that we can really find our flow and become more expressive and really have fun and really tune into this energy, I believe we would be lighter people, freer people, people that are easier on ourselves, right? And who doesn't want more than that? More of that. Thank you so, so much for being here. If you haven't already rated and reviewed this on Apple Podcasts, that would be so great as well because then it boosts it so more people can see it, so more people can be inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. I love you so much and I will see you next time, definitely sooner. I am in the process of creating this book like I told you, so it might be kind of sporadic, but I do definitely plan on being here right here on Waking Up to Wisdom and sharing any updates or newfound inspirations that I know will come as I practice playing with this energy. Thank you again. I'll catch you next time on Waking Up to Wisdom.